We should practice some dance moves at the beginning of every episode could be like a little bit of like choreography that you only get to witness if you're watching on YouTube. And then for everybody on audio, it's just like, we're sorry, you've got one full minute of just awkward ASMR-esque sounds. (laughs) You know, actually, Verbs, what we could do is we could write a song. It's called like, Do the Focus. And it's like a mm. oh my late, gosh, like mid eighties, late eighties style dance craze. Like do the focus and like you, <laughs> you. Step Not to one. be confused with uh, do the hustle, but yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> step one. But get a book we should or- say verbs. You should let the people know where you're at because I don't think any dance party is going to be happening in the room that you are currently in. Yes. So I'm currently broadcasting live and direct from the full focus offices away from my normal setup, because this week we are in the middle of our business accelerator intensive run. This is week two. And so where our offices are located in the same area where we uh, hold those intensives. So I was able to break away from that today to be able to come to the office, plug in so we could talk about some good stuff. That's right. And if you're curious, Business Accelerator is our small business owner coaching program, which I was there yesterday, Verbs, and it was just so great um, to be with the people there and and hear about their businesses and how things were going. It was just awesome. Before we go on, the one thing that is very cool, um, pretty much every intensive that we have, we always get to hear uh, testimonies of transformation that have been going on. And so this uh, quarter, we were able to celebrate some people who had their business accelerator anniversary. And uh, we kind of posed the question, hey, what is one win business and or personal that you've experienced over this past year? And some of those in stories, those, those stories have been incredible to hear just the amount of deep transformation, just not with the individual, but then how that impacts their businesses as well. So it's fun, fun times here. We look forward to more over these next few days, too. So I love that. And I bet for all of those clients that had those big wins that they were able to get what we're talking about today on this episode right. Because we are talking about the power of win, Uh, which might sound a little confusing right now, but don't worry, we'll get into it. We're going to talk about the power of the win. Now, understand this before we get into it, though. It's the why of your goals might be most important, but the win is a close second. Now, win makes space for and creates boundaries around your goals, and it helps you really just build them into your life. Now, in the full focus system, we list five different time keys to boost goal achievement, and we're going to talk about two of those time keys today. So let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. So welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker. Happy Monday, Courtney. Happy Monday. It's good to be here, Verbs. Absolutely. So 
as we talked about at the beginning, we said we're going to talk about two time keys uh, that's going to help us out with our goal achievement when considering when is the right time. But could you uh, help us out with the first time key? Yeah, the first time key, uh, one we're all familiar with, is a deadline. There is nothing that can boost your productivity quite like a deadline. Uh, we all know, starting really in our, as our like youngest years, not youngest years, but our earliest <laughs> years, uh, that feeling of having something due the next day and working late into the evening, gluing construction paper onto a board, you know, for our project and our, our parents, you know, yes. <laughs> we learn early on, like, okay, you know, there's, this is a, there's a hard deadline and it creates a sense of urgency, uh, for us as kids and also our parents. Um, and so when you set a deadline, it's, it's the finish line, you know, it, it gives you a really clear place to, to work towards. So verbs, I would love to talk with you about, how to use deadlines with an achievement goal versus a habit goal. Because I think most people, when you think about a mm. deadline, you know, in your mind, it's pretty easy to figure out how that works with an achievement goal. It's like, do this thing by this date. And there you go. You've got your achievement goal. But yeah. how, how do we like frame up deadlines with habit goals? No, I think that's a good, a good question. And what I would say to that is, you know, we, we look at habit goals as a series of activities, but the end goal that we're going for, the finish line is the installation of that, of that habit. How do we, at what point is it worked into our normal everyday day routine to where we can say, Hey, this habit is, it's installed, it's done. I can now do this almost on autopilot. Um, the other thing that you could do is set milestones along the way of installing that habit. So there's a bunch of smaller uh, finish lines that you would cross, so to speak, on your way to actually installing that habit. And so it may take some thought around that as far as what it would look like uh, to see what those demarcations were in the habit goal uh, format formula. But uh, I think it's still possible to look at, to think of them as deadlines or, you know, finish lines as we just talked about. You know, something that I do that I think is helpful with a habit goal is when I set out the goal, I will say like, hey, I've got to do this seven days a week, 80% of the time. Yes. So when I look at it during my weekly preview, I like evaluate at that point, did I meet that objective? So it's like, like you said, like almost like a little milestone that each weekly preview mm -hmm. Kind of, I'm, I'm checking. Like, did I accomplish that deadline um, for this? I'm kind of using the weekly preview as a deadline of sorts to say, did I achieve that or not with this habit goal? For me, that that works pretty well. What would a focus on this episode be without a mention of the weekly preview? And I think that's a great idea, Courtney, because <laughs> you can actually. This is a good point. Uh, a moment to utilize the streak tracker when you check in on your weekly previews at the end of the week or at the beginning of the week to say, yeah. hey, in my pursuit of installing this habit, how many times have I actually accomplished that? So if you set a, a finish line of at least, you know, five times a week of, you know, drinking eight ounces of water or sorry. Yeah. <laughs> eight ounces of water is like let's one glass. Eight, if ounces. You do that, you'll die. eight ounces. I mean, yeah, we let's, let's do that. That's a good idea. We <laughs> 
We established with the episode that we did with Amy Porterfield, I can't remember which episode number that was, that you and I are not great at doing water challenges, but we could, I think you and exactly. I can do more than eight ounces. I think we got that. <laughs> How about eight glasses? Eight glasses of water a day. That's you you want to install, glasses. you know, up your hydration. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's so um, funny. Yeah. So you can, you can look at your weekly preview check-ins and attach your streak trackers there and somehow set a finish line for your week to see if you've actually accomplished that. I think that this is really important because again, what we don't want is to have a habit goal and not be able to benefit from that urgency, that drive that gets us to the finish line. And so as you're thinking about your habit yes. goals, just think about like, Hey, how could I use a deadline here. Maybe it's what we're talking about here with your weekly preview. I think that's a really great hack to think about your habit goals with. If I can pop in here, when I think about time, like a deadline, there is nothing that creates more excitement and risk (laughs) than a deadline. So I'm using two of our smarter. So if you're looking for a way to go, how do I take Mm -hmm. this goal and and make it exciting and risky, put a deadline on it. <laughs> make that happen. Mm-hmm. And you can see it like in our house every once in a while, I'll go like, guys, we have 10 minutes to clean as much as we can in this house right now. And when that happens, suddenly people are like jumping up. They're running around. We got 10 minutes and then it's over. It's very <laughs> exciting. We'll play, we'll play yeah. music. We'll do other stuff like that. And so without that 10 minutes and then we're done, without that deadline, it doesn't have that energy. And so I really feel like if you've got a goal that you want to hit, the deadline immediately fulfills two of your smarter goal criteria right away. So that that could be another way just to kind of get you moving. I love that. I think it's great advice. Let's move on to time signature number two, which is time trigger. So a time trigger is what describes when in the day or your week where you'll complete a task. So for instance, if it's, you know, every Tuesday at 11 o'clock, I'll do this. Every Thursday after dinner, I'll do this. It's a way to make space to build your goal into a rhythm throughout your week. And another way of saying, hey, what gets scheduled gets done. When you're identifying those time triggers, it helps you connect another action that will have to take place when that trigger hits. What I love about this is when you're creating your goals, I feel like this is kind of the problem with New Year's resolutions. You're just like, I want to do this thing, but actually building smarter goals. And especially if you're adding a time trigger to it, it forces you into kind of asking, is this relevant in my life? Because if you can't figure out when you're going to do it, you aren't going to accomplish it. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I I think that's what's so important about this is like, if you can figure out this time trigger, your likelihood of actually achieving your goal goes up astronomically. I wish I had like a percentage. We should do a big study on that, on, on this whole philosophy to see if we could actually come up with some data around this. But astronomically, a bajillion times higher. That's my scientific number here. <laughs> if you have a time trigger with your goal. Yeah. And that's that's huge. Or it could also mean, if we could say this, that there's probably other things within your life that you may need to 
maybe rethink to possibly move those away or stop doing those things or what we would call the, there's a list of things you probably need to quit in order to make space mm-hmm. uh, for this other time trigger that you're trying to implement possibly. But it's worth it's worth the assessment of looking just at your time and what you're currently doing. If you feel like there's something new, a goal that you're 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 formulating and there's a passion attached to it, but you just feel like, when will I do this? Mm-hmm. Do you know how, you know, Bill Gates or uh, what Mark Zuckerberg or Barack Obama, you know how they like wear the same clothes every day. Fred Flintstone also. Fred Flintstone. (laughs) (laughs) So there's something about, they do that so they don't have to spend any mental energy on deciding what they're going to wear. They want to use that energy elsewhere to make different creative decisions that are going to affect their life, affect their business. And in this case, if for me, it's like, when am I going to run? And if I don't have a time selected, then all day I'm spending all of this mental energy going, is it now? Is now a good time? Well, if I don't do it now, it's going to be <laughs> later. And then this other thing's going to come up and I'm going to be stressed about the whole. So you you save yourself a lot of emotional capital just by having a time there. Yeah. It's like the child who needs to do the homework. Let's not. Let's have a time that homework happens every day because otherwise you're going to spend a lot of energy figuring out when to do it. And then maybe it doesn't happen. <laughs> so that that's another reason why I think this is very helpful. It's almost a form of torture because that constant <laughs> like, am I doing it now? Am I going to do it later? You know, it's just like sometimes it's like I just want to get it over with just so I don't have to do that to myself. You know, it's like – this ongoing mental thing that I'm trying to constantly figure out when I'm going to do it. And uh, and I think that happens with our goals too. Even if it's something you're excited about, sometimes it might be that you're excited about the outcome. It doesn't mean you're going to be excited every step of the way. It just means like you Absolutely. ultimately are excited about what you're pursuing. And so there are moments where you're like, when am I going to run? I don't, really want to run. You're, you're going to have those days you don't want to run. And I think this acknowledges that in a way, but holds you to the time that you've set aside. Again, we say it all the time. I need a bumper sticker. Like what gets scheduled gets done. Yeah. You just have to surrender to the plan you've already made. It's way easier. Yes. Like you don't have to fight against the current of all the stuff that's happening. You just kind of like float around and you get where you need to go. It's it's a lot right. easier. Yeah. It's almost like your present self has to trust your past self. Just like do what I've already decided to do. I'm not going to re um I'm not going to relitigate it with myself. And just cuz I don't want what you just said Courtney to be missed cuz it's I think it's an important connection is you know even though in the smarter framework E stands for exciting and you're excited about the goal but like you said it may not necessarily mean you're excited about the journey or the process that it's going to take to get there. But um, when you think through, hey, it, what this is going to take is consistency, then I can enjoy the excitement mm-hmm. of completing and accomplishing this goal. And that's where you want to be, even though the process may not, you know, be all popcorn and funnel cakes, but the end result is going to be exciting for you. So um, just something to think about as you're continuing to think about how you think about your goals, especially whether or not they're exciting. Yeah. 
Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. So now we've come to a point where we get to dive into some questions that have been posed in the Full Focus community. If you're not a part of that yet, please hop on Facebook and join us there. Lots of important conversations and enlightening conversations around planet usage. But today, our producer, Nick, has a question. Questions from the community. (laughs) There it is. Okay, so this is a question from Dave. Dave asks, how do you recover after having a month where you didn't get much done or lost focus? So the first thing that popped in my mind was a uh, a line from an R&B song by uh, an artist named Aaliyah, who had a song called Pick Yourself Up and Try Again. Or Dust Yourself Off and Try Again. I actually have to Google that now, but... Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe negative. you should sing it and see if it comes to you. That is a good, inspiring. I think that is right. I think you just have to say, okay, you can kind of do a little bit of an after action review on the last month to take a second and follow the questions in your weekly preview about the, the full month and just ask yourself, like, what worked, what didn't work, you know, what will you keep, improve, start, stop. Um, just to have a moment to like, yeah, it didn't go how I thought it was going to go, acknowledge it. And then the nice thing about the month changing is you kind of have a fresh start. And so I think there are two areas that if I were in your shoes, I would focus on. And that is either reinstalling my weekly preview and just saying, This month, I'm just going to get back in the rhythm of having my weekly preview or really getting back on doing your daily rituals. Um, If you can do both, great. But I would just say, just focus on one. You know, make set the bar kind of low for yourself. 
um, and kind of get that sense of momentum for the next month. Just say, hey, every Friday afternoon, every Sunday evening, like I'm going to do my weekly preview for this month. And I think that small thing, it's it's like dominoes. It's not going to take much of getting your weekly preview back installed for it to be natural for you to do your daily big three. And you're obviously you're already doing your weekly big three. And so, again, I think those are two things that help just like those dominoes start falling. So either your weekly preview or really getting back engaged with your rituals. If Dave is a four like me, then... Mm -hmm. Obviously, this inability to complete a planner for a month is going to turn into some shame spiral of self-worth pitfall disaster. And the thing is and, – and the thing about the full focus planner for me specifically was that it actually kind of kept me from falling into that trap because it's a tool. It isn't me. Like, And there's different ways to like enter into the planner. You can just do the your daily big three. You can do your you – know, you kind of build yourself up. I had to do that this quarter. I had to go, I'm starting over. And I I found that with just a little bit of grace, it like allowed me to not feel like garbage. So I'm hoping that Dave is able to, is not in that place, but just recognize that it's just one yeah. tool that you use to live your life. That's great, Nick. And I think that's something that we've mentioned in the past is remembering that this is a tool that you use. This tool is not to use you. And that you can always have grace for yourself when you're in this process, especially for the first, not a first time user, but maybe you're still figuring out the way that you want to use the system um, in a way that it's really beneficial for you. So grace, 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 and attach that to a plan to um, try something new for that next, that next month or that next quarter. Hey, listen, talking about grace, I will admit that this week I did not get my weekly preview done. And let me tell you what I did. I decided <laughs> I was going to do my weekly preview on Sunday evening like normal. And I was just really tired. I was just like, you know what? I think I have some time to kind of start my day earlier tomorrow. And I'll do my weekly preview tomorrow morning, which it doesn't work. I It just, every time I think that's a possibility, it just does not work. And so Monday morning came. Of course, everything was crazy because it's Monday morning and I wasn't able to do my weekly preview. And I'm certainly, you know, like midweek, like, ugh, so frustrating. I know we talk about the power of the weekly preview all the time. Um, but instead, I'm like, you know what? I That happened. But you know what? This next week on Sunday night, what's not going to happen? I'm just going to say, like, I didn't do it last week, but I'm certainly doing it this week because um, I think you're totally right. Even even for as the people that have been using the planner for a really long time, grace, you know, sometimes things work in a way you just aren't able to do what you you really wanted to do. So today's tip to level up your planner usage is give yourself a deadline on a goal or a task that feels like it's just been going on forever. Now, by way of accountability, obviously we have the Full Focus uh, community. And if you're there listening, go ahead and post uh, what your deadline is. And that way we can cheer each other on, encourage each other as we make our way towards the progress of accomplishing those goals. Oh, if we're gonna do this for a task, I know a task that I'm gonna give myself. A deadline on. I'm going to tell you too. 
Nick, you can pull this out of the episode if needed. Okay, please. Please share. But by the end of this week, do y'all have those doors that you close? Like cl- Usually it's like closet doors and it has a little thing at the top. You know, it's like catches. Yes. Well, some yes. of ours are too tight. Like you can barely get the door back open. And then we have one that like the door won't actually stay shut. And it drives me absolutely crazy. So I'm going to give myself a deadline. By the end of this week, I'm going to get a ladder out and get up there and fix those. So there you go. Nothing like a deadline. Hey, drop it. Courtney, you got to drop that in the community. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to post a picture of me up there with a screwdriver. With a photo. Like. With a photo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, okay, Courtney, if you do not post a photo of you fixing these closets. Oh, here we go. Okay. (laughs) The community, the community will give you crap. So go look for that post in the full focus community. Let's go. Well, I got to remember, okay, you're going to remind me when this episode is. You know what? I'll just give y'all the photo. Next week. Oh, this is next week. Oh, That's what we had to record today. Okay. I'm, I'm writing it in my planner. Once again, thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This is... I'm sorry. I was writing it on planner. This is the most productive podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join our Full Focus Planner community on Facebook to see my picture of me working in the closet. (laughs) We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. But until then, stay focused. Stay focused. I did my snap at a different time. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.